Before we start the show, I want to talk about Chemical Free Body. Owner Tim James came on the show a couple weeks ago to talk about all the bullshit we were putting inside of our body. Our, our, our food right now that we're eating is full of chemicals, pesticides. If you listen to the show, you know that I'm a chef. And I also am uh, like I, I'm pretty conscious about what's going inside of her body, so I think this, this is a this is a great product to use. I started using this this product called uh, Green Eighty Five, and I, to me, I've been taking this thing, and, it, and it's not a diet pill or anything like that. It's just something you put in your drink in the morning. You you put a little scoop in there, drink it, and then you get on with your day. And ever since I started taking this product, like my my brain functionality. I feel like I'm I'm at another level without because <laughs> like how how I, I used to walk around my I felt like I had this brain fog and I was like it, it, I had a hard time concentrating and I it, I don't know I just feel better and and this is why I wanted to bring Tim James on the show and have him as a sponsor because I actually take this product and I think it's it's really good and I I think you guys should try it out as well so go to chemicalfreebody.com you can get this this green 85 you can get some of the other products on there we talked about it on the episode so if you're kind of curious about what's going on what what all this stuff is all about just just look up uh, the Tim James episode we did a couple weeks ago i think I, it's very informative and I, I i just think the product's good and i think we need to get back to having get, like our food we need to get our food back to how it used to be no pesticides none of these chemicals so just put in the promo code CONMAN. Go to chemicalfreebody.com to, 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 for, for more information on all this stuff. All right, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Command Podcast. We are a history conspiracy true crime podcast. You can find us on Instagram at con underscore men underscore podcast. On Twitter, uh, at Comment Podcast One. You can find our full episode videos on Rumble and clips on YouTube. Also, you can find some of our, like, you on YouTube, we do our Patreon live on there. So that's a good place to find that. YouTube, we have two strikes. So we'll see how that goes. Um, food Channel, we got the MKO treats. So make sure to look out for that. We got some new stuff coming out pretty soon. We got, we got, a, got a cool, cool one coming at you. Um, help support the show at patreon.com forward slash comment podcast. So if you guys want to buy us a drink, whatever, just $3 a month. And that, that, that helps pay the bills over here. It helps us with our hosting sites, helps us with our, our beautiful cameras over here, or mics that hear this silky voice. Um, also, um, Patreon also has our, our, all of our bonus episodes. So like, it's just $3 a month. We have all the, all the OG retro episodes on there. So if you guys are like, what happened to the, the, um, the Franklin scandal series, it's all over there guys. You got to pay now. Sorry. And I, I really wanted to have that just cause I feel like our shit now is way more tight. Um, our video looks better. I, I just, I, I, I just, the, the Adam, the Adam studio is where all, these are all the free episodes. So definitely 
go to the Patreon. Support your favorite conspiracy theory podcast. Uh, sitting next to me, my friend and co-host from the Skeleton Factory podcast, I got Adam Hester. What's going on, buddy? Hello, 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 Sean. Skeleton Factory podcast, You're the greatest cult film podcast this side of the east side of Austin, Texas. You can find me on Instagram at skeleton underscore factory. I'm on Twitter at SF Podcast ATX, and I'm on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash skeleton factory. And that's the end of uh, my plugs. Yes. And now I'm going to make the camera look at you now. Boom! <laughs> yeah, we have a very special guest today. I am a, I'm, I just found out about this podcast because my mother-in-law was like, you have to listen to this podcast. And we cover a lot of the same topics. Uh, uh, you, you may know him from, from, the, from those Conspiracy Guys podcasts. His name is Gordo uh, Rochford. Oh, man, I mess up. Did I mess up your name? God damn it! No, not at all, man. Oh man, I, I just know you as Gordo. I've never said your last name, and you can call me out and you like as long as it's not early in the morning. Oh yeah, it's all good, man. Gordo Rochford will do, but Gordo, yeah. Thanks for having me on, boys. I'm like uh, those conspiracy guys. I'm like the Irish con man. That's what it is. It really is. I, I feel like you cover a lot of the same things that that we covered. We haven't done. So I was driving to El Paso, which is in West Texas, and it's um, that's a 10-hour drive for us. And I listened to your whole episode about the Rothschilds. And oh, yeah, it's not bad. F- fucking fascinating, because I never knew how it all started off. It was like in the 1700s. And turned out the guy wasn't that bad of a dude. Well, this is the thing, you see. Uh, I recorded that a little while ago at the same time that Kanye was going on about his, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu and Alex Jones and wearing a sock on his face and going goddamn crazy. And uh, I, I I just thought, like, you know, it is the number one thing you're not supposed to talk about. Well, apart from Scientology, mm-hmm. uh, the number one thing you're not supposed to ever say is, like, the Jews. Like, you can't. <laughs> We'd say it again. Um, and the uh, the amount of Jews in all of the different um, you know aspects of the entertainment industry, not to mention the gays, and uh, it's like there are these things that are factually and uh, you know de- demonstrably true that there's an disproportionate amount of people in charge. It gives almost a blank check for people to point the finger at the. Uh, the uncircumcised ones and say they're at fault for everything and the Rothschilds and it becomes like a, a becomes like a fucking uh, I guess a shorthand for badness where you're going oh the fucking Jews at it again huh? the, oh, look at the grain store blew up two billion chickens are dead the fucking inflation it's the Jews and they're like it's some Jews do you know it's not yes. all of the Jewish people but uh I just think looking at the Rothschilds, it's an easy out. It's an easy thing to say. Mm-hmm. Bankers in charge, Jews in charge. Like we're going hard straight from, like this is like no kissing, straight in dry, like full arse cheek slapping where you're like, hey, Gordo, welcome to the show. And I'm like, the fucking Jews. But like Rothschild episode, I wanted to look at the origins of all of this. Why, you know, you guys look at history stuff. Why mm-hmm. is history being obfuscated why are we being told the wrong thing why are do you know the 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 real facts about where stuff has come from been changed 
not in a Mandela effect way, but in an actual like we fuck up your children's history books in school way. And I think knowing the roots of banking, knowing the roots of why the IRS is taking money as who the fuck is this FICA guy, you know, taking money out of your fucking wage packet every month. Uh, if you understand how that works, do you know what's why they teach? I don't know, fucking like uh, uh, algebra in school, and they don't and they don't have a a, a class on taxes. Do you know? Yes. Like because they don't want you to understand. So I'm just saying, not all Rothschilds are bad. Not all Jews are bad. These people were forced through one reason and another to go into an industry and a business that was transient. That they're able to just gather up all of their their riches and their and their wealth and all that stuff and a couple of little, you know, felt uh, bags that have a cinch on the top and throw them over their shoulder and with a hunched back just scar- scamper out of every town they've ever been in because they're being chased out for bad, but you know, bad uh, racist people getting at them. Yeah. I just think looking at that period, looking at Meyer Amschel and, you know, being a father myself, I would mm. like my children to succeed, and all he wanted was his children to succeed. Now, as it went along, lots of corruption, lots of people had their fingers in the pie, not all of them Jews, um, or Jewish people, it's the J word. Yeah. Uh, not all of them, you know. Going down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot, we, have a, we, have, a sound, we have a sound machine over I could, here. <laughs> I, I, I could hear it, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, everyone has their fingers in the pies, and people got greedy, and do you know what I mean? Like, uh, now if you said it, that the Biden family are washing tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. The Bidens, the Pelosi's, the Clintons washing money through Ukraine. People are like, no way. But if you said to a bunch of conspiracy theorists, like something, something, Jews, something, something, they're like, I believe you. But I haven't told you any of the <laughs> yes. details. I believe you. It's like, it just, it, it, it's too easy just to throw the name out there mm-hmm. and have that just like blanketed, faceless, foreskinless blame just like foisted upon a whole religion of people when it's just very specific amounts of people and we can actually point to them and their history and go, it was them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So like, that's the fucking, that's that's the Rothschilds episode is going like, uh, you know, it started from a good place and who else is going to fucking take care of our money though? Yeah, and and you were were super fair about it and uh, because you were like, because... When I was going into it, I was like, oh, he's just going to he's going to shit on on the Rothschilds and talk about how they're the most powerful people in the world, the richest people in the world. But like just just knowing how it all started, because when because you're going through 1700s, you're going through how he was the he was the original Rothschild. And then you yeah. then you go into what, what was it? Was it Nathan Rothschild? I remember which one was like the really the, the one that kind of yeah. fucked it all up. I, I there's anyway, five brothers, his five arrows that he mm-hmm. shot across the world to, to you know, be be his uh, be his lineage. Mm-hmm. And uh, the five brothers were um, sent to, you know, Vienna and London and all these different places. And there's lots of different rumors and myths about how they bamboozled people in business to get their billions and stuff like that. And um, it's a lot of B words. Yeah. But uh, I think Meyer himself and, and a lot of Jewish people at the time were like usurers, uh, dealing in coins and currency, dealing in, uh, you know, the insurance or the insured transfer of wealth by noblemen traveling from country to country so they wouldn't get robbed. And these lads had like a branch in one country, another branch in another country, and you get a promissory note and you bring it one to the other. Not dissimilar to what the Knights Templar were doing, 
for uh, you know traveling dignitaries traveling across Europe going to on pilgrimages to the Holy Land, and they have just as much you know wealth and power at the same time as the Rothschild family were starting to have. But the reason that they were all usurers and they were all dealing in dirty, filthy money, hungry, money-hungry Jews. The reason that they were doing that is because all of the Muslims and all of the Christians were, by their religion, forbidden to handle money or forbidden to, I guess, make money from money. That you had to have work and there was no no such thing as interest. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, like, barter or lend or uh, you couldn't give out a loan and then charge money on the loan. And all the Jewish lads were like, you, you guys are not making money of lending money to other people. You're not doing that. Why? Amsel, Herschel, have you heard what these guys are not doing? Quickly, get me a sign and a door and I a small bag. with a. Back. I want it back. Come on, you owe me. And, uh, you know, fast forward, we have uh, Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems, which is just like a snapshot of how that developed. But like... Who else is going to do it, you know? Yeah. How it got corrupted is the same as any other person. It's the same as any other fucking corruption in anything, like corruption in sport, corruption in politics, corruption in royalty. Like, corruption is corruption, man. You don't need foreskin to be corrupt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, being from Texas, you covered something that was, that was really interesting to me, which I didn't foreskin. really, I didn't know about this, but... Uh, the episode you did about Mark Kilroy, holy fuck, man. God damn. Yeah, that... That it, poor skinless motherfucker. This guy, so so to kind of set this up, um, you you really freaked out your co-host or, or the, your guest <laughs> that you had on there. That's that's like, that's that, that was the moment where, where I, I was in on your show. I was like, oh yeah, right. th- this guy's one of us. And then you... It's the you, horror. Yeah, and then you there, there was a, a part in there uh where you started talking about how how you you were going to you went to used to go to sleep watching uh beheading videos and I was like oh you sound like Adam <laughs> like not going to sleep watching them but uh definitely using using them to relax in my downtime yeah yeah it was um so would you do it yourself Adam why do you watch them what's your it's uh it's interesting to me. It, it's like we see you can see everything else from any other culture there's sports, mm. music, movies, which is, you know, my kind of wheelhouse. And especially Irish movies, actually. Like Irish, especially new kind of uh, kind of folk horror Irish movies that are the newer ones are really good. And like to people like myself that don't know about that stuff, like it's something fresh that's being brought to the horror genre. And that's interesting. Mm. But like all things, I'm like, ah, I wonder if someone's got beheaded in Ireland and you can just look it up and just find those videos. <laughs> it's like you can look at a beheading video in just about anywhere where there's electricity, I would imagine. And um, I don't know. I just think that's a part of culture. Violence is a part of culture, especially in Ireland. You, Jesus Christ. Vi- do you like, like watching? Do, hey, man, we're not that violent. Like all the Americans <laughs> are like, how's your, how's your war going? <laughs> it's like, what war? Are you, well, your civil wasn't war. That are you that, in the IRA? No, it, yeah. but no, it's every country has, uh, you know, they're especially being so close to the Mexican border here. It's like, fuck, mm. there's so many goddamn cartel videos out there that are scarier than anything that, you know, any fiction can put out. And I don't know. I, just, good, I, I find, I find, trucks. I, I like, like the context. There's too. lots of beheadings, yeah. but like delicious chalupas, you know, it's, oh, the, yeah. it's swings. so delicious. 
Swings and roundabouts. I want to see what chalupas in Mexico look like. <laughs> I think that's a fair question to ask. That's what Mark Kilroy <laughs> wanted to do. But violence, I like yeah. violence in other countries with context. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I really, like. I mean, I'll, I'll totally watch a compilation on like crazy shit of just people getting exploded for no reason. But in general, any kind of real gore stuff, I do enjoy context too. Mm-hmm. If for no other reason than, I mean, for lack of a better term, entertainment. Yeah, but Sounds what I'm saying, what I'm saying to Adam is, what what is the dark part of your heart that is satisfied by seeing a person being, you know, having their life removed from their bodily form? Like, what's the? Is it just? Oh, it brings context to things like you know, it's like when the, everything kicked off in Ukraine, yeah, and everyone was so gun ho about it with their Ukraine flags on their cars and all the shit, but then go to those specific type of websites and you get like mm-hmm. camera phone footage of just mass graves in the middle of a downtown metropolitan city in Ukraine. It's like, holy fuck, this is real. Mm-hmm. You know, you just see people in piles. A lot of those down. were faked. A lot of those grave sites and the, and the guy coming along with the, the phone uh, mm-hmm. viewing maybe 40, 50 dead bodies strewn across the street after an attack or an insurgent attack or a, a, an explosion. A lot of them had these white armbands. Some of them had blue armbands. There was even ones that were taken apart of the lads. Like, as soon as they thought they were out of shot, these guys were moving. Uh, a lot of those Ukrainian, like... Like mass grave videos, videos were not were real? Faked. So, uh, a certain percentage of the ones that came out at the very start of the war, you're talking about, like, March, April, um, uh, in the early oh, part wow. of... I'm not sure exactly when, but some of them were not real... Not real uh, mass grave videos. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, there were there were ooh a- a- actors like, like all pop, that's the first time. Here. See, together. this is what I'm talking about, dude. It's like I like context to videos like that because there's a lot of videos yeah. out there. People are like, dude, this is a real snow film, and then you find out later it's all fake. Yeah. But like, but something like modern in Ukraine yeah. right now, people faking shit like that. That's interesting. See, that's where me and mm-hmm. Sean, yeah, and uh, you know, he'll come up and be like, dude, that's fake, and I'm like, what? Yeah, and then he shows me things, and then uh, it's fun. We have tea, and it's 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 good. That is the first I'm hearing of this, dude. Yeah, now yeah, I'm completely a, now I know what crazy. I'm going to be tweaking out on for the next you know day and a half. I I would watch these crazy videos, which is what put me on to Mark Kilroy, for example. And um, I remember the earliest ones were like uh, killers. Murder, was a killers, murderers, and Middle Eastern wackos was like a compilation DVD from the early two thousands, maybe mm-hmm. two thousand three, something like that. Like a weird, like and it was like just a mixtape, like, like death DVD yeah. kind of thing. It was like you it's know like those M1. early skate videos where it's all like like MD Pope and shit like that. Like punk music behind it, and then just like lads getting Saudi Arabians just sword slashing, throwing gay people off of buildings and shit. Yeah, just like. And it's and like DMX it over it. <laughs> yeah. Like Y'all go make me lose my mind. Gay dude off a building. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Just like uh, uh, real big fish and stuff playing in the background. Like, <laughs> Sell <laughs> out <laughs> with me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, Just stoning women to real big fish. <laughs> well, like I've seen, like some of the maddest shit I've seen is like, you know, a Somali woman and they, they dug a hole and they buried her up to her neck and then they just fucked a load of big stones at her head. Mm-hmm. And it was because... Uh, her husband alleged adultery and then it wasn't true at all. And I mean, she couldn't really protest because she had a load of stones in her mouth. Like, so it was just a bit um, disturbing, you know, a Nigerian woman who was, she, what you're witchcraft. saying is she was judged by a jury of her peers. Yes. 
Yeah, and whoever had shovels and rocks. That, yeah. was, that was like and our whole uh, thing about the the mega cities. Like, what what kind of sports are they going to watch? Like, oh, it's just going to be women getting stoned to death. Yeah, that's going to be a sport. <laughs> it happens in a, a lot more countries than it doesn't happen in. That's the thing. Like, uh, I saw a Nigerian woman being uh, like cut to bits with like n- knives and machetes and like load of sticks. And then eventually when she couldn't like crawl anymore, they doused her in petrol and set her on fire and then like dropped loads of big stones on top of her. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty like, Gugh. and th- that Middle Eastern wackos one has like loads of mad beheading videos. There was one um, really weird one where uh, there was like a Chechen rebel. It was like, around the time of the Chechen, uh, Russian and Chechen kind of skirmishes in 2002, I think. And a load of these videos come out and there was just one guy and he had his boot on this Chechen's head and the knife went in behind the windpipe and just like, and just came out and splattered on the screen. And then was, he just went was back that and the, could, was that the video where they just, they captured a bunch of soldiers and they lined them up in a field and they all got on their knees and one, they yeah. just cut everyone's neck one at a time. That's a dude. That's another different one. Yeah. No, this oh, one is okay. very close up. <laughs> it's, well, a, it's, it's a trend in the video. But you see him like going all the way through and then pulling the head back and then going through the mm-hmm. the 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 spine from the front and like chopping all the way back and there's no way that it's fake. Oh know? yeah, it's like, like the ISIS a human slaughterhouse video. But but this is the thing. So these are early two thousands videos. They're done in like four eighty p. They're uploaded. They're compressed. They're on Daily Motion or Live Leak. Mm-hmm. And then the wonder of DSLR and like uncompressed video mm-hmm. came to the likes of the Taliban. Yeah. And these motherfuckers were getting like Xi'un and DJI fucking gimbals and like Sony and Canon cameras and having like depth of field. It looks like, so good. It, it, look, it looks yeah. fake at this point because it looks so good. Like this summer, whether you like it or not, like they were fucking top quality. 2014 was like the first one where it's like, they're panning along with a drone and it's just a load of toes with just like blood dripping down. Like it was like a fucking feature film, except it was all real acting, you know? Mm-hmm. Holy uh, shit. Oh, 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 what is it? Things you may see on this screen are depicted by real people. Like mm-hmm. it's like fucking crazy. And then they were just going on like, like chainsaw and cunts in half and all the, all the guts and entrails hitting the ground and they were all on a trellis and everything was... But he was able to put the camera under and see all the blood coming down. And the mm. reason I was watching all that stuff, you know, is because like <laughs> there was a void in my soul, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would feel that there's something wrong with the world and how the world experiences me and how I experience the world, right? So inside of me is like a dark turmoil, like a like a a panic, an anxiety, a feeling of dis-ease, right? And then my body would feel like that, and then I'd go to my head and I'd look around, and, and I can't do it now, but the, the bill hicks, you know, the crickets, like... Yeah. Like, everything is just totally fine out from my eyeballs. Like, life is good, everyone's cool, it's all, you know, it's all G. Mm-hmm. But my body was going, you're going to get chopped in half by a chance. Yeah. So I would go and find these videos and watch them. And then my brain would go, oh, yeah, that's what we were feeling like that for. Cool, 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 cool. And it, had, it was like a, a horror barometer was balancing itself where my brain wasn't experiencing the same horror as my inner feelings. So I would subject myself to that stuff. 
so that everything would make sense inside me. Until 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 VR, Taliban, ISIS well, videos come out. Oh, my. that's the next step where you just it's just like a fucking Ian Livingstone choose your own adventure, uh, torture or something <laughs> yeah. like that. You know, like those VR porns is like mouth or ass. It's just like hands or head. What I mean is like on a serious note, do you know? I think a lot of people are out there experiencing the world, um very differently to say the people in their office or the people in their family they see things that other people don't see they understand things beyond what the world is willing to give them mm-hmm. what the world is willing to admit right they understand these things it's like unspoken bond like an unspoken promise of doom and these people understand that and because they feel it, but they don't see it, there's a sense of dis-ease. There's a sense of the other shoe's going to drop, a, f- a foreboding doom that is always just edging. You're on the vinegar strokes of destruction at all times. Like, <laughs> like almost going to fucking splurge fucking creamy ropes of awfulness. <laughs> but you never get there. It's like, you know... a. a a ruined orgasm of grief that never comes. Yeah. And you're in that state all the time. So they have to subject themselves to all these other things. It's why people are like looking for offense everywhere because they feel offended, but there's nothing actually for them to be offended about. So they f- make shit up. They feel fucked off because their life makes them feel a bit shitty. So they go, it's all them blacks and browns making me feel bad and, it's, and they're being told like yeah you're right it is them and they go yeah fuck them but it's the feeling that they have that they're not like they don't have the true origins of and they look around and they've nobody to blame but themselves or their own choices and it's much easier to externalize that stuff into xenophobia any of the phobias um or push it into alcohol drug like to disassociate from it or to aggressively attack something else other than the real thing mm-hmm. and people yeah dr- and drink a, a multicolored rainbow beer <laughs> it's a mexican it. blanket yeah <laughs> and uh they do a bunch of drugs to disassociate that's why everybody's on oxycontin and fentanyl and they're all falling around the place and anybody who has like crazy mental health issues they're going in for psychiatric medication just to go shut it down turn it off and those that aren't are looking at fucking beheading videos and saying like, Funky Town. Did you watch that Funky Town video? Yeah. Yeah, we knew. But the, car- yeah, we, the we, cartel is slicing that guy up and peeling his face off and he's like, Funky Town. Funky Town. You want to see like, what's happening when the camera cuts away in a horror movie. It's like, well, what happened? I yeah. Want, I want to see what the, happened. Yeah, he got... He got fucking skinned alive and his face got peeled off. Yeah. Like, Nichols, take face off, Travolta. But on camera, it was fucking... <laughs> yeah, the, the fucking worst movie ever. Oh, face that's off. a brilliant movie, man. No, it's, it's the inspiration stupid. behind that. How dare you? It's, that movie's It's awful. the inspiration behind that, that fucking Funky Town video, man. Oh, was it really? It probably was, actually. <laughs> people like, people were inspired like, by like that this. movie, Sean, okay? He's yeah. like, the no lips and shit. Like, it's fucking, do you know? So that's what I mean when I look at that stuff. And I yeah. don't look at that anymore because I'm I'm trying to find peace. But like... At least you're not fucking murdering people 
Like you're you're not but, one of these these serial killers like the the one that killed Mark Kilroy. That that but is, those guys were doing it for a reason, oh Sean. You know, those guys had an agenda. Mm-hmm. They had made up their mind that that was the thing that was going to satisfy them, mm-hmm. and they had other people who would agree with them. Yeah, and like if you're going to do something really bad, do it with somebody else, and it doesn't feel so bad or weird. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like the the the, the head guy was. Uh, they were they were they were skinning this guy like it, it was an Amer- so what happened was Mark Kilroy went with his friends to was it um it was they went through Brownsville into Mexico and then yeah it wasn't Tijuana it was the other side the other coast oh was it it was, it was in a, California I thought it was in Texas it was in that's what I mean it wasn't in Tijuana it was in the Texas like most oh, people go yeah. to TJ through San Diego but it was the other coast where you come down that little town I don't know what the other town is but it's very famous. Yeah, uh, it's not Cabo it, San Lucas. Is was one of those. Yeah, I know they have South Padre Island, but it wasn't there. It might have been South Padre Island, actually. Yeah, something something sounds like that. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Uh, it was just like a walk over the border to mm-hmm. have a few beers in Mexico, and then the next thing a van pulls up, the cunt is fucking shunk into a burlap sack, and away you go. You know, it just happened to be a satanic cult who were looking for a human sacrifice, but like, mm-hmm. yikes. The, you know? the, the most uh, graphic thing that you described is when they walked up on him and he was like hitting the skull like it was a um, like it was a coconut. So <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Because like when you described it like that, I saw it. I, I I can immediately see it. And then like they yeah. just popping the the skull open with uh, whatever I don't remember what the tool was. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> and then, yeah, doing all that, all those sound effects. The thing that I thought was probably the most viscerally. Um, like imaginatively disgusting thing was that in order to get the trophy that the the main guy wanted, he would bury the bodies, but he'd put like a wire up the spine, and then like a really good uh, uh, what brisket, like a really good brisket, like fucking Salt Bay, you know. <laughs> he'd wait for a couple of days until the body was like nice and sloppy, and uh, th- there's a bit of uh, what do you call it slippage? There's a bit of slippage on the flesh. And he catch the wire and just go and pull the whole spine out like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Holy and then he'd have a fully intact spine, you know, um, like Predator just standing like, like, like holding it up all in, all intact. I don't know if that physically happens or it can happen, but that's Holy the story they tell. Anyway. But then he would, then he sick. would, then he would sodomize it, right? Wasn't that one of his things? He liked to sodomize the dead bodies. Oh, oh no, he would sodomize anything. when they're still alive, right? One of the things I thought was the worst thing was you, you're, he was being uh, waterboarded, right? Mm-hmm. By cutting the skin around his belly and then peeling it up around his chest and then making a kind of a bowl out of his belly and chest skin around his face. Like, you know when you go to take off a t-shirt yes. and it kind of gets stuck like halfway up and your arms are up in the air and the t-shirt is up around your face and it's just like... And they'd fill it up with water, they were filling it up with hot oil and kind of burning them and, and drowning them in his own skin. I was like, that's, you gotta, it's fucking imagination to do mm-hmm. that shit. Like the boys are sitting around going, oh yeah, what are we gonna do to this guy? I don't know. I remember one time I was getting changed and I got stuck in my t shirt. It was <laughs> scary. Why we do that to him, but with his skin? <laughs> and the boys are like, Diego, you need to. Fucking calm down. <laughs> That's demasiada. Do you know what's the fucking like? Where do you come up with that shit? Like, 
Fuck, man. I don't know. That's that's some sick shit. This episode, this is just taking two dark, two dark right turns into a very this is, strange cul-de-sac. But I'm here for it. Hell yeah! That this is what I mean. We we we've been covering this shit for oh, not Mark Kilroy. We haven't done anything on him. Or yeah, it's and, a good case, man. But it's, fuck, great, it's man. fucked up to know that it happens, and it really wouldn't make you not want to go on holidays to Mexico. But apparently, it's lovely. Oh and yeah, I, I mean, you know. I used to go. I, I grew up in El Paso, which is uh, on the border of Texas, because it, Texas has a, it, it's a big border of Mexico, like much of the state oh, yeah. is part of it. In El Paso, you had you had Juarez, Mexico, and we used to walk yeah. over the border because that's how close the bars were. Like you just park downtown El Paso, you walk over the border, and you go out to all the bars, and it's super cheap. You pay twenty dollars to get into this place called Tequila Derby, which I'm pretty sure doesn't exist anymore. But twenty dollars, it's called twenty dollars drink and drown, and you drink. You just pay twenty dollars and you get to drink all night. We would get fucking hammered, and I was like seventeen years old. And it, it, like, <laughs> all you got to do is like, here, I, like, they're like, are you are you eighteen? You're like, yeah. And they're like, okay. <laughs> they just let you in. All that but, all that says to me is like, you're lucky you didn't get made into a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, know? well, you had to have rules. So like, you, yeah. if you go over there, you had to go in a group. In the group, it's like a kind of like a buddy system. So you're like, all right, yeah. Because uh, I remember carrying my buddies over the border, but like now. What is is the the number one most dangerous city in the world? That's what I was gonna say. Juarez doesn't really doesn't scream like lads night out. No, but this was uh this is like two thousand three, two thousand five when we used ah, to go. Yeah. Two thousand six is when the drug war happened. So, but yeah, it was post, even post nine eleven, pre drug war. It was probably the golden age. You're just like, yeah, no one was no one was flying anywhere, and uh, you know, yeah. Speaking chips. Speaking of nine eleven, do you have a favorite September eleventh theory? Uh, I, I like the Jewish space lasers theory, <laughs> <laughs> where they're like, uh, "What's your mom's name?" Kathy O'Brien says that uh, oh, they shot lasers, lasers from space that powdered the buildings and made them fall so quickly. And I'm like, <laughs> it's inge- it's ingenious. And I mean, it's a twist on the story, you know, 2011 or 12, she came out with that one. And uh, the Monarch one, Kathy O'Brien from Project Monarch. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, same one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She came out and said she, fa- she found this out through uh, hypnosis, exploring her memories and stuff. And I'm like, come on, bish. Come on, bish. Have you seen her but vagina? No, I think, uh, huh? Have you seen her mutilated vagina? I, I haven't. Is that a thing that can be seen? Or? Yeah, you can go to BitChute. We uh, Adam showed it. Adam found it, and it's a it's the the thing that Hillary. He, she claims that Hillary Clinton was obsessed with her mutilated vagina, so they like cut some holes in it in the labia or whatever. What was it again? It was like something really fucked up, and and like Hillary Clinton was obsessed with it. It was supposed it's to like be cut to look for like her, some uh, dude's face or something. Yeah, her handler. It was cut to to make it look like her handler. It's fucked up. You like, can find it on BitChute actually. Like Whistler's mother or something like that. Is it like a? It's like the shroud. It, it was whole, like the shroud of Turin, uh, Turin but with labias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh the, man, the 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 gash of Turin. Uh, <laughs> very nice. W- w- was it like a hole punch, like on legal notepads or something like that? That you just pulled them out and just like. Yeah, so it, you can put it's it like if you if you cut or, something if you cut like. Uh, like if you cut something that's like uh, three dimensional with scissors, like scissors leave basically a, a point. You know what right. I'm saying? So it looks like the top of where the kind of the hood around her clitoris and labia meet. Mm-hmm. There's now like a pointed cut where it was like cut. Her, her vagina still works. It's it just, works. It, it just She'll has, be fine. 
Yeah, it's not like it's completely destroyed, but it's uh, it's weird looking now. Mm-hmm. Which, which is kind of cool. A, she just has an augmented vulva. Yeah. yeah why not? Yeah. It's like a, a exhibit came in and was just like, hey, you you wanted you your old vagina was doing okay, but now we got some decks in the back, we got speakers. We're gonna put a fish front. tank in your cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your clitoris is now diamond studded. Like, yeah. It's um it's weird. I've never seen Kathy O'Brien's vagina and I I I kinda want to, but I kinda don't want it at the same time. I don't know. You're gonna look it up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. Ugh. You got it. Like, it. Bye. Is this like go the home to mommy? Go home to mommy. <laughs> but Kathy O'Brien's <laughs> vagina. Um, yeah, it's it, yeah. No, that's weird. I don't even know why Sean brought that to me, but um, I don't know either. But gen, female genital mutilation is not something new on me. I've seen <laughs> you know ma- ma- many many uh, weird documentaries and videos about uh, uh, female genital mutilation in in very young girls in the Islamic faith, and it's a a daily occurrence. Did you know that? Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Got yeah. cutting off clitorises and things like that. It's pretty shaving, shaving the ends of it, and and they mm-hmm. they nick a vein if they're not good enough. And it's just like auntie whoever or granny whoever, and it's like five women from the same family, and they hold down an eleven year old and go, and and um, if they nick the wrong vein, they'll just bleed to death. And you're like, oh well, <laughs> sorry, that's the way it is. Shut up. Silly woman. Hey, <laughs> who doesn't like a very nice, nice and neat vagina? Okay, I don't want my labia hanging out like a badly made bologna sandwich. Okay, <clears throat> this is not Arby's. Okay. <laughs> Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we've really mastered this, this, or not we. Adam has really mastered this this soundboard. It's you mean got high and dicked around with a fucking soundboard for ten minutes? Yeah, I'm the master, yeah. dude. It's fucking amazing. Like it we, is fun though. We it's were fun. The, the the one of the fun. We were, we were talking about this the other night where, like, uh, we'll be pl- I'll be playing like a serious video. <laughs> And then he would play this sound clip about calling someone gay, like uh, the whole thing um, where we were doing the Sandy Hook episode and uh, Sweet Jean was was talking. Yeah, Sweet Jean was like talking about like, oh, there's the kids are dead. And and, and what what was the one you played? You rollerblading faggot. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's my it, it is my favorite thing that he does if, it's so funny if it's he, a re, if it's a recording of somebody else saying it, it's not like you guys are saying it so yeah we're not saying it tro- that's right i don't, tro- even, N- I don't even know what bombs and f bombs our our, our podcast must have been hacked or something yeah 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 plausible oh, deniability there's, <laughs> there's a crossed wire there and you call him Sweet Gene. Is that is that the moniker? Is he is he Sweet Gene for everybody now? Sweet Gene Rosen. I, I think I got that from you because I think you were the one that yeah. f- first started calling him that. So now I'm yeah. calling him that because I was like that is <laughs> Sweet Gene. I think it's a great like Sweet Jeans. I'm made of these. <laughs> like I think that's where it came from. Yeah, Sweet Gene Rosen. Uh, yeah. How did you get How did you get on with that episode? Like, where did you land? Because that shit is like expensive to talk about oh these yeah days. we put it on a patreon it cost me billions billions of dollars dude that that is so fucking insane and and like i the episode came out so good that i was like i want to put it on spotify but i'm fucking terrified to put it over there and they i don't want them to like delete my rss feed or whatever 
Yeah. So we it's it's on it's Spotify on Patreon. Are pretty good, man. I have to say, Spotify are pretty good. They got they got good management. They got good um, good people with heads on their shoulders, and they know you know mm-hmm. they can't be just switching people off. I think um, there's a lot of a lot of base people at the middle and top there, and a few people you know stamped their feet and crossed their arms and harumphed. Yeah. At the likes of Joe Rogan and some other people, and Spotify went go and shit in your hands and clap. Mm-hmm. Because we're not taking it down, and they all went. Well, we're gonna quit, and they're like, "Okay, bye." It's not as if we can't get more people to do your job in fucking yeah Silicon Valley, you dopes. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, Neil Young, fuck off back to Canada. Yeah, <laughs> unlucky Neil Young, and some of your music went back on Spotify because you were fucking running. Out. Not not as if Spotify are paying people a living wage for for music or whatever, but mm-hmm. for podcasts, man, we're f- you know fucking rolling around. To be honest, like I think Spotify have uh, have the game sewn up as far as uh, podcasts go. So throw the Sandy Hook one up there, Rein, reinvigorate the uh, yeah people. the interest. We passed the ten year anniversary and nobody really said fuck all. Yeah, because Alex because <laughs> Alex Jones was like one point one billion dollars or something. He's just like I'm gonna declare bankruptcy and keep going. Yeah, fuck it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it, going on to- we, going on kill Tony in fucking Austin, Texas, and just being like. Show our space lasers. Fuck it. <laughs> you know he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, we. we I like, mean, we covered all know. the all the all the subjects that were that were, that that would get us like removed. Like we talked about crisis actors, which there clearly yeah. was crisis actors, or they were clearly. actors. Uh, we talked about the whole Super Bowl thing, which was really fucked up. That you would you would make them go to the Super Bowl a month and a half after this shooting happened, and then all yeah, those it's. it's it is speculatory. It is a kind of a, you know, uh, a non-definite, unprovable theory. Mm-hmm. But for anybody that has eyes, if you're looking at that, those kids lined up at the Super Bowl singing, and then you look, there's a, I think there's a picture you can get somewhere online where you have a bunch of uh, a bunch of the kids and then a bunch of the, the kids who died at Sandy Hook and put them side by side, face by face. Mm-hmm. Very, very, like they resemble, they very much resemble it. But that's the thing that the families were complaining to Alex Jones about that they were saying like, we've lost a child. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, I think Noah Posner's family particularly were uh, the the lead family suing Alex Jones as far as I can understand. And uh, their whole thing was like, people are harassing us. Mm-hmm. They're saying that our child never existed. And if he did or if he didn't, uh, you know, there's still something weird about the whole situation, but the fact yeah. that you can put children and their memory and the emotional, like emotions uh, to quote one Mr. Ben Shapiro at Mazel, mm. um, <laughs> facts uh, don't care about your feelings. So like to put an emotional shield in front of discussing verifiable facts and verifiably observable anomalies not stuff that's like, you know, the kids in the Super Bowl, they kind of look like these kids. I'm talking about like, wh- why does Adam Lanza have a brother yeah, Ryan who's still Lanza. alive, who was never declared? And this Ryan Lanza is a person walking around. Like, where would the the bodies, like where were the, the, the autopsy reports? And as far as H. Wayne Carver, I think, uh, this is all off the yeah, top of my head. Yeah. I don't know yeah, the H. Wayne Carver is now dead, do you know? Um, oh, I didn't know he's dead. Yeah, he died a couple of years ago, you know, mm-hmm. and um, 
And he was the fucking coroner for a bunch of mad shit, like a bunch of different mass shootings. Uh, I think uh, the not the Aurora Cinema shooting, but one one a couple of other mass shootings in Massachusetts. Oh, I didn't know this. And um, yeah, he he was yeah, and um, like the Gene Rosen thing is fucking bonkers. Mm-hmm. Like, but again, it's not factual. It's just it's all kind of interpretive. But then you have stuff like the LIBOR scandal with Adam Lanz's mm-hmm. father, and that's provable, and it was never mentioned. Do you know? the video footage of the people doing laps around the school and <laughs> yeah. the yard and going in and coming out and going in and coming out. Like, there are things that are not allowed to be talked about because there's this emotional uh, shield. Awesome. And I think there's a lot of things that, that surround discussions on conspiracies with religion, sexuality, um, senses of identity, and then even politics, like uh, things that are ideological, that are non-tangible, that preclude us from discussing them because people are saying, well, you're not allowed to talk about this because this and this and that. And that's a movable goalpost mm-hmm. where they'll say, like, you were allowed to talk about it at one point, but now you're not allowed because blah, 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 and protecting the identities or protecting the sanctity of the memory of blah, 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 blah. like all the fucking, you know, you can't fucking say anything about it because it's kids, like the parkland shooting or mm-hmm. uh, what, what's the place in Texas where the cops wouldn't go in? Alavuda, uh, or, uh, Uvalde. Uh, Uvalde or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you're not allowed to talk because it's kids in a school and it's like, why is it always kids in a school? Like why, you know, it's because when it's kids in a school, it's like, oh my God, kids? And then you do the ad where it's like, I got a new backpack for the new semester. It's got this thing. In, I got these new I got these new sneakers. Then I can tie them and I can run really fast. Away from a shooter. Like it's this whole, mm-hmm. did you ever see that ad? That No, I don't. What, what, what are you talking about? Oh, look that shit up, bro. There's an ad that's like basically saying like, it starts off looking like a kind of a Walmart back to school ad where it's like, mm-hmm. I got new sneakers. I got a new phone. I got a new backpack. And in the backpack, it's like a fucking, uh, uh, a bulletproof sheet. Uh, the new sneakers were for like, they were tying them and there was blood on them for running away f- from the fucking shooter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I got, a, I got a new phone for back to school. And then they were texting like, Mom, I love you. I don't know if I make it out of this alive. And it was, it, it oh, looked like Jesus. it was a Walmart back to school ad, but it was actually like an anti school shooting violence ad. Did you ever see that? No, no, that's weird. I haven't, I have not seen that. Maybe not, yeah, I'm, that's good. Yeah, we're not watching enough TV, but the, the, you, but it's a, it's an emotionally evocative shield. Yeah. Maybe. Precluding discussion. The, and Sandy Hook, I think, was one of the, primary ones of that same with like the Boston bombing mm-hmm. where you have all these people it's like he's a war veteran and he lost his leg yeah, when though <laughs> yeah. uh, you know a bunch of bunch of people a, a young to a tourist and a small child and they're like yeah they had that uh, doctor the, over there that was at the um at, at at the at the Boston Marathon bombing she was also the the doc the COVID doctor what's her name Lena or doctor the, the Asian lady mm. I can't remember her name there was a teacher at Sandy Hook who was also a, a runner mm-hmm. at, at the Boston bombing who died as well. The, the principal same, too, right? Didn't they have the principal? I think she was the, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like uh, Sandy Hook has that weird thing where people were starting to look at it again and then they just went, right, bum, Alex Jones fucked. Yeah. But not not only that, but Alex Jones had survived the digital reckoning, you know, the overnight cancellation, mm-hmm. ultimate cancellation and he survived it, man. And you guys are Texan, Texans there. Like, you you, you mm-hmm. know. 
Yeah. Hop, hop down to hop down to Infowars fucking HQ and see what the crack is like. Yeah. He's booming. He's fucking booming bigger than ever. And they're going like, I thought we cancelled this motherfucker. And it's like, yeah, but as long as people have internet. And then the aliens turn up and switch off the electricity and then we can't communicate anymore. And they're like, now, now we fucking finished the cunt. Yes. But I just think that like the emotional manipulation mixed in with the the hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same with the, the climate change discussion where we're all being made to feel personally responsible for uh, carbon dioxide emissions. The, the climate change thing is... Have to, oh, I don't mean to cut you off. bullshit, man. But the climate change thing is such bullshit. They're, like, making it sound like it is the the hottest summer ever in Austin, and they're, they're lying about yeah. the numbers. I'm convinced they're lying about the numbers because I moved down here to Austin in uh, 2011, and 2011 was the fucking hottest summer I've ever went through here. And I remember it was like they were talking about it's like, oh, we have uh, this many days of hundred degree days, and and now they're 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 making it up this year that there's all these hundred degree days, but it's it's not really it's not really factual because I I actually looked up the numbers, and 2011 had the most hundred degree days ever, and uh, um, I think it was like at 79. I posted on my Instagram. But um, they're saying this year has more. But I looked it up; it was only like around like I think it was like in thirty nine. I don't remember the number. But I was like, who? Yeah. Why? They're 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 changing the numbers. And then they had the thing in 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 Europe where they were measuring the ground temperature instead of the air temperature to make it seem like yeah. it's hotter. So you're like, what the fuck is happening? Like this, this is some kind of disinformation campaign being done by was, the governments. There was one hilarious BBC clip where there was, they were they uh, were reporting forty degrees in Paris and people were dying of the heat, mm-hmm. and the camera pan past a chemist and on, on the, the digital readout of the chemist it said thirty two degrees, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, it's obviously not forty degrees then, you know. Mm-hmm. People were like in France, they were in Germany on uh, the news is saying we are dying of the heat. I was like, no, it's just a little bit warm. The Germans were like, they're lying. <laughs> they said it was 40 degrees. And I couldn't even get my beer to be cold. Like, they were fucking bullshitting and they were caught rotten on the news. Oh, and wow. And they just went, oh, all right, on to the next thing. Like, they didn't even address it. It's a, but it's not, it, it, look, it, I've been working on this kind of thought, you know, for a while. The news is um, abusing the public the same way that, like, a spouse or a parent would abuse like their partner or their child. They're confusing their reality. They're gaslighting them. They're emotionally guilting and shaming them. It's all the the, the hallmarks of psychological abuse and manipulation. Now, why would anybody do that? It's because you want them to behave in a certain way, be it, you know. Sometimes it's for Yes, uh, frivolous pleasure that people are just sadistic or psychopathic or sociopathic and they just want to fuck with people. I don't think that's what it is. I think they are using the dark magic of dark psychology to fuck with people's heads, to make them compliant, to burn them out, to burn out the ability to resist and argue back. Mm-hmm. And then when we're all like spent and worn out and emotionally... Then they're going after uh, the foodstuffs. They're they're devaluing our money so that we haven't got the same buying power. And if you don't have money, 
you don't have freedom. If you don't have money and you don't have your own thoughts, and then the next thing you don't have guns, and then the next thing you're not able to buy food, you have to queue up like fucking communists in the 70s and 80s for toilet paper and for fucking bread, mm -hmm. right? And if you do anything out of step out of line, you're not allowed to leave your 15-minute city. You're not allowed to use transport to get to work. You lose your job, then you have no money. Mm -hmm. Or most people don't have jobs and you're on UBI or whatever. You're given credits like fucking Demolition Man, John Spadden. You've been fined one credit under the, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You four five. Hey, yeah, you use the three seashells. Like that's that's where they want you in that credit place, mm -hmm. where you're dependent on them, like a codependent, like a forced codependent relationship, so that you were then unconsciously or subconsciously obliged to behave and cooperate in everything, or else your privileges and freedoms will be taken away. Like in China, they have sesame points. If you fuck up, or even if you associate with somebody, if you get a if you get a phone call from someone who has a low credit, social credit rating, your phone goes whip 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 whip, oh, and you have yep. to fucking not answer it. If you answer it, you lose points, and if you go under a certain amount of points, you're not allowed to go like four stops on your train. Mm -hmm. You're only allowed to go three. You're not to, you can't go into the next zone, and it's like a Black Mirror episode, but just in Chinese. Yeah, and that's slowly happening. People are being slowly worn down. The resistance is less and less uh, possible, but also chaos and, and complete anarchy and complete lawlessness is also like right on the borders of that. So they're fucking edging between the plan work and, and everything being destroyed. Now, if everything starts going fucking crazy, like that t Twitch streamer uh, promised a bunch of PlayStation 5s oh, in New York yeah. fucking <laughs> melted into some weird purge. Uh like, that can very easily happen, but that, to me, that totally looked like a social experiment to see, like, mm -hmm. will the youths fucking tear shit up? And they did, man. They went purge. They went purge for a few PlayStations. Yeah. From some some unfamous cunt on Twitter. Not unfamous, but, like, not... I've know, never heard of influential. him. Exactly. That's what I mean. He's yeah. not like it. It wasn't like a Jake Paul moment. It was mm -hmm. a fucking, you know, some dude... But they ended up, like, tearing shops apart and wrecking loads of fucking street vendors and smashing loads of stuff, assaulting loads of people, and then doing, like, mad crazy shit, setting fire. To, they, they were rioting for, like, a day and a bit, like. And I think that could have very easily been a social experiment that that guy was paid or, you know, something was put on the channel, like, you know, a government experiment. Like, let's do Operation PlayStation <laughs> and see, well, uh, you know, yeah. what the temperature is of this tinderbox of discontent and fucking, uh, uh, you know, that place I was saying, like that doom, that feeling of dis-ease, mm -hmm. you know. Um, people want to solve that. A lot of people solve uh, an internal struggle with violence, mm -hmm. outward violence, and some solve it with inward violence, like addiction, drugs, self-abuse, uh, and then, of course, like shame and guilt and... Depression is the ultimate unproductive one. Like, what's the best way <laughs> to have a, a docile public is just to make sure everyone's, like, super depressed and then they're just, they're like, ah, oh, go on, subjugate me, fuck it. Yeah, that, that you know? that's basically what the, um, I know I was looking into Elsagate uh, the other day yeah. where it was a lot of Elsagate videos have to do with colors and creating anxiety in kids and basically making them 
like um like basically traumatizing them with 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 colors yeah. and imagery to make them like kind of docile it, it, it reminds me of uh of project monarch of like how they how they project yeah. monarch and mk ultra how you you can completely break down these people through trauma and then make it where you can start to control them i know that there was that whole i forgot what book it was in but it, it showed like how the catholic church how they can they can train these they know when the kids ready to be to be used just by their their uh, their body language and how they how they even hold up their arms and how they like they turn their heads so like they it it this thing has been going on for a while it it is I mean they're documented yeah uh, the, the the phenomenon you're talking about is learned helplessness yes and those YouTube videos are basically uh, a, a toddler version or a what would you call it? Like a a, a precognitive mm-hmm. uh, dis, disarmament of the consciousness. Yeah. So they'll say like, red, green, red, green, what's next? And then that, like a two-year-old will be like, red. And they're like, it's blue, motherfucker. <laughs> and you're like, ah, like you're wrong. And you're kind of going, no, I know it's red, but the video is saying I'm wrong, so I must be wrong. And it just like hammers that home where they lead you into thinking that you're right and they go, you're you're fucking wrong. And every so often Mm -hmm. like a giant spider come out and go, bang, and fucking scare the shit out of you. And you're like, "Ah." it's just like time, death by a thousand cuts for your psyche. Yeah. Where they just train you into being anxious, into not being able to expect any, like humans work in patterns, Mm -hmm. you know. That the and, the whole uh, thing, yeah. I have a I have a two year old and a four year old, and yeah. like they pattern disruption. How how old is your kid? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, it's like they they want. There's like things they want to watch. Like I know my four year old. He he goes and like he'll he'll find something. Well, like not find it, but like it'll it'll suggest something. I don't even let him watch YouTube anymore. Like. Yeah. He was watching Blippy until I found out that he was doing scat porn. Oh, Blippy's a, Blippy's a fucking lunatic, man. Yeah, that guy's a lunatic. We we actually watched the the, the shitting video. It's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Peppa Peppa Pig as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, you have your kids watching Peppa Pig, and they'll grow up to be little cunts because mm-hmm. like Peppa Peppa Pig is a fucking entitled little bitch. Yes, <laughs> silly daddy. You work all day and then you come home and you trip over the door and we think you're a fucking prick. <laughs> like, you're like, fucking calm down, Peppa. Yeah. And then the mother is like, oh, Peppa, your father hasn't fucked me in months <laughs> with his weird spiral penis. <laughs> I'm supposed to have five hour orgasms, according to Wikipedia, but I haven't had any at all. <laughs> like, oh, mommy, George is. Smearing his shit on the walls. <laughs> That's an indication of early sexual abuse, you know. <laughs> like fuck off, Peppa Pig. Yeah, the, these companies. I wouldn't have to watch it. Yeah, these companies are uh, like YouTube and Disney. I think have didn't they reach some kind of like some kind of deal? I saw them. I don't even know how true this is because I saw it on Reddit like last night when I was looking through it. But someone was bringing up about like something about how Disney and YouTube reached some kind of deal where they're like making all like mm. a, a lot of the. The same type of content, and they're supposed oh, to be boosting know. their own shit. But yeah, I just remember Elsa Gabe being like Spider Man videos coming up, and he's fucking shooting his webs all over Elsa when she's asleep on the couch. And I'm like, damn, this shouldn't be on YouTube, kids. Mm-hmm. But they got fucked for that YouTube. They got like hundreds of millions of dollars of fines because they were advertising the kids and mm-hmm. 
uh, with ads that shouldn't be sent to them and it wasn't kid friendly stuff that was marked kid friendly and like they got that's like part of the third ad apocalypse was like mm-hmm. now you have to mark your stuff kid friendly and yeah it's all but they're very, still getting the suggestions you know, that's that's the thing about these videos is they'll they'll, yeah. they'll be watching the they'll be on kids YouTube or whatever it's called yeah. but they still get uh, recommended to Ad- watch a video stuff. of like Peppa Pig. Uh, getting stabbed to death, like shit yeah. like that. And you're like, oh, okay. But think about the amount of hundreds of hours per hour, like the thousands of hours per hour that's uploaded to YouTube. Like there's no way to do it Mm-mm. only automatically. But the thing is like, you know, and YouTube is operating at a loss, man. It, 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 it's only, it'll only keep going for so long. Google, Google don't keep that shit going unless it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think YouTube is like DARPA based. Like there's something mm-hmm. in it where, it's controlling some, there, there, there's some reason why they're operating on hundreds of millions of a loss every year. Uh, the ads are not, definitely not doing the trick. And uh, Disney fucking shit in the bed money-wise. They have to sell off like FX, uh, Fox News, and they even sold their Disney Plus app. So like Disney. Oh really? I didn't know that. Sold their Disney, yeah, they're, they're hemorrhaging money because of all these mad like get woke, go broke policies. Bud Light is now like cutting like Bush, Amschel, is it? Mm-hmm. Is that the company? Uh, Anheuser, Anheuser Busch. Anheuser Busch. There yeah. you go. Here's uh, <laughs> Bush Amschel. Yeah. Is that beer kosher? <laughs> I don't know. Um, they 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 are selling off like all of, a lot of their you know ancillary beers, all the ones that are not like the main, just like Budweiser and whatever, because um, they're fucking losing millions and millions. Like they've lost. A billion in valuation and like two hundred and thirty-seven million dollars from the Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light shit the bed situation. So like this get woke go broke is causing them to do that. I don't know how long YouTube is going to last with that. No, it, but people have kind of taken their foot off the gas, like with pandemic and stuff. Like they were just like here, the fucking iPad, like go away. We're all stuck in the house together. Like fuck off. Yeah. Um. But there's some, like, I do be watching some of the stuff that my little girl is watching, you know. Mm. Uh, some weird little Japanese cartoons on fucking Netflix. And some of the themes are like, Jesus, we're not watching that. Yeah. Like, you have to be conscientious and know that, I guess, you're not the one that's going to be really raising your kids. It's going to be their mates. It's going to be school. It's going to be TV. Mm-hmm. Getting like 25% each and you're getting the other 25, fingers crossed, so you just have to be sure where they are. Yeah. But um, we skated past all that stuff. I went blah, blah, blah. And then you were like, yeah, so the next thing, like we never, I never found out what you thought about like Sandy Hook, about uh, the emotional manipulation of the planet. Like what, like what do you guys think? Adam's there on the other side of the camera going, what a fine button. <laughs> what do you think about it? About, so, uh, go ahead, Adam. Oh, his, his his headphones are out. Oh, I just I just didn't want to be I just oh. didn't want to be a big blah blah blah. No, no, like, no, you're good. Have you go okay on to the next thing? Like I'd like to hear what you like. Do you think that's a valid thing? And we all be in like yeah. We, so we we went through abused. Sandy Hook and um, the basically what we took out of it was there is a lot of weird shit about it. Like no matter mm. like if if you can go into it not really believing that these kids died or if they're real or not or if the school's real but what we came out of it was this this whole thing was there's a lot of questionable shit about it 
Like the whole yeah. thing with United Way, how they 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 made this uh, this whatever for for uh, for Sandy Hook three days before it happened. That was yeah. weird. And that was something that really did happen. I know Wolfgang Halbig went over there and tried to ask him questions, and they basically were like, "You, if you come over here again, we're gonna arrest you." So there was some, there was a lot of shit that was that was very questionable. The radio reports at the end, the two nuns and the guys running through the forest and everything, like, oh, very weird. Mm-hmm. But I just mean like that as a whole. The thing I take out of it instead of see. You know what happens a lot of time is I go on these shows or I go on like ter- terrestrial, like national radio or terrestrial radio here in Ireland or I go on like a TV show and it's like nine or ten in the morning mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, we'll just talk about like some of the lighter conspiracy theories. Let's do a Bigfoot. Let's do this and that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, <laughs> it's really funny. I was on this Irish uh, TV morning show mm-hmm. and I was doing it from the house here, you know, they, they had me call in and have the whole video set up here and stuff. And I'd done like a two hour uh, pre-production phone call the day before where I was told like, don't swear, don't mention pedophiles, don't say the queen is a lizard, <laughs> don't fucking say nothing about like, you know, trans fucking, you know, turfs or anything like that. Like, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. Keep it light. Keep it nice and friendly. And... Uh, at one point, they were like, <laughs> Bigfoot, huh? And I'm like, I know, right? Must be hard to find shoes. <laughs> like fucking morning radio or morning TV shit. Like, yeah. And then one of the presenters goes, so come here, this Hillary Clinton thing. What about the pizza and the thing? And I'm like, uh, uh <laughs> what? Like, and she like pulled her earpiece out and the, and the, the they were like, oh my God, get on. Don't fucking say, don't say pedophiles. Like it's 10 in the morning on Irish fucking, you know, breakfast television. And I'm like, well, Hillary Clinton and Huma Aberdeen peeled the face off a girl and uh, it's called frazzle drip. You know, of course I couldn't, like I had a choice like to do that or to fucking, ba-boink, here's a funny joke and onto the weather. And I chose the second and I made, you know, made a little funny joke and went uh, she was basically saying, like, and conspiracy theory is dangerous, right? <laughs> like, like, no. They're- th- yeah, she was saying, like, conspiracy theories are dangerous. Isn't it like Hillary Clinton and the pizza game, the guy went in with a gun and he shot everybody? And I was like, <laughs> like, I couldn't say anything. And yeah. I just went, you're dead right. Hillary Clinton is dangerous. <laughs> and I agree with you and let the record show and I said the presenter's name like she said that Hillary Clinton is dangerous and I think and I just went off on a little kind of a 15 or 20 second kind of ramble but that's the shit that gets like snipped and put on the paper like blah 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 says Hillary Clinton is dangerous so I was just very aware that I, I didn't want to become a weirdo but the way that these conspiracy theories end up being picked apart or being classified like you guys know it's a conspiracy in history show. Mm-hmm. Yours is. Yes. And so was mine, right? So it's not like we're out in the woo-woo land and we're going like, yeah, fuck it, all theories, anything, whatever, you know. It's like, let's look at like what people are saying and then what we can actually like pinpoint and prove and say is fact. Mm-hmm. And a lot of stuff that is fact is already enough evidence to stop it from being a conspiracy theory into having it being a conspiracy. Yeah. Do you know? And I think that, like, to talk about it in an esoteric fashion rather than in this 
truncated soundbite TV conversation type way, which is why our shows are six and seven hours long, as you know yourself. Once you get into the details, then you discuss the details, then you discuss the discussion to fully explore what's happening. Uh, Time goes by. Mm -hmm. But if you were just like, and then this, and then this, and then this, join us next time. People are like, what? How does that link? What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Is it fucking connected to the other parts? Like, what's the context? It's like being told a fucking... It's like joining in on, you're swiping through TikTok and you get a part four of this weird, you know, t- drama that's going on. Oh my God, and she said my extensions and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, mm, am I going to go back to part one to figure out what's going on here, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking about like conspiracies as a, as a genre of thought rather than like defending the... The, the the vague and indefensible parts of it. Like if you were to say, somebody goes like, you go on a TV show or a radio show and they go, so Sean, tell me, 9-11. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, well, you know, World Trade Center 7 collapsed at like three in the afternoon and it had offices of like the NSA, the FBI, the IRS. It had fucking, you know, military records and it had loads of stuff. And it was like a fire in a waste bin on the 19th floor and that was it. And then it just collapsed into a hole that was in the ground because they had dug it out for a subway that wasn't there. So it was a handy hole to fall into and then the whole thing exploded. Yeah. So all of those documents were gone. Like, and people are like, yeah, huh? <laughs> like th- there's no, there's no context around explaining that unless you're willing to take 20, 25 minutes to describe everything, you know, Yeah. That, that around we're, that. We're basically putting a free- puzzle together. Like that's how like, like yeah. I go through these, the, the way I write the shows is like, it's like something I know a little bit about, but then I'll go deep into the rabbit hole. And then that, yeah. that's basically what, what the show is, is I'm taking people on a rabbit hole with me. It's like, all right, well, this yeah. is some of the stuff that is provable and this is some of the speculation. So like it, you kind of connect all that it, all together and and that's that's how the show is, and we we throw in some yeah. fucking dick jokes, and that's this guy's kind of gay, and like stuff like that, and makes makes it entertaining, and we're just fucking around. But like it's 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 about uh, just like your show, it's, it's like you have your friends on the show, or or you have other comedians, and and you guys, it's it's basically it's a, it's a it's a roundtable discussion about yeah. what it is, and that's what conspiracy theories are all about. Like you, it's you. Hanging out with your friends late at night, drinking, smoking, whatever, and and just talking about the like, hey, did did you ever hear about this? You ever looked into uh, the 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 spirit cooking done by Marina Abramovich and like how she's but, connected but that, to the 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 Queen of England, uh, yeah, uh, some yeah. of the presidents of the United States, John Podesta? Like, do you know about all of this? And like, everyone's like, oh, I want to wait, I want to know more about this. But when they say, I want to know more about this. How long do you have to hold their attention mm-hmm. and how much of what you say to them mm-hmm. can they actually process in the moment to understand like the magnitude and gravity mm-hmm. of the influence that say Marina Abramovich has? Like there's so many threads to pull in there to, to it's like a thesis of conspiracy where you're going, right, take Marina Abramovich in the middle and then draw a hundred circles out and say like, you know, there's a hundred things that she's connected to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back to, uh, through a 40-year career, all the way back to, like, the first uh, uh, George H.W. Bush as president, like, was when she was around first, you know. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, like, do you go all the way back? to That's a fucking biography. That's a book. 
Yeah. So like if you boys are around like fucking crushing bears and smoking jays, how long have you got to explain it to somebody to have them go, God damn. Yeah. You get a few sentences and if you don't tickle their balls right, they're gone. So can you <laughs> imagine true. trying to and they're and they're interested because they're also stoned. They're probably your mates, they've seen all the same movies. Can you imagine trying to get that message or get that sense of like I keep on saying dis-ease, mm-hmm. like disease. Like there's there's a feeling that a lot of, I would call them civilians, mm-hmm. you know, in no, no like derogatory way or whatever, but the uninitiated, you know. Yeah. Conspiracy civilians, like they don't know the details, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They haven't got the context. They did their history school and then they're, they're living life. And I don't want to disparage anybody. And I used in the past because I felt, to be honest, a bit self-important because I knew stuff that other people didn't and it made me feel special. And I was a great little boy and, uh, you know, I knew stuff that other people didn't and I had something over them. And I was like, did you not even know that? And that guy's a dickhead, right? And now yeah. I'm feeling like a compassion for the people who were like, you were feeling this now. And pandemic was almost like, uh, a bar mitzvah of misery mm-hmm. that brought them into the manhood of very obvious conspiracies happening all around us. Yeah, things that you could have, you know, you could have looked away from and been distracted with kids' sports games, watching fucking ESPN, worrying about your four hundred one k or your retirement fund, mm-hmm. going to the fucking bake sale you know, fucking your secretary and trying to keep it uh, hidden from your wife, like all of these regular things that people do, paying off the car loan and fucking, wa- you know, watering the flowers, making sure the garden's nice and neat. Like people that occupy themselves with all sorts of shit, golfing and fucking computer games and wanking themselves asunder. Mm-hmm. But now these things are right in your face. Yeah. They're sitting like billboards inside your head. It's like... Um, and they're being talked about some somewhat on mainstream media. They fucking just admitted that aliens are real. They <laughs> yeah. said UFOs were real last year. They're now coming out with stuff saying, yeah, it's totally was made in a lab. Mm. Yeah, totally uh, fucking the Bidens, Hunter Bidens, like smoking crack and fucking teenage prostitutes. Like, it's, it's, it's so obvious now that it's still almost unbelievable. And to quote a man that I know well, a very wise quote, it's not that they don't believe it. It's that they can't believe it. Mm. Because to believe it would mean that every effort that they've put in work, family, relationships, concessions of character to make choices to have the life that they have opposed to like personal development or personal appeasement, some wonderful thing that they could have done or that girl in college that they should have fucked Mm-hmm. Uh, and cheated on their girlfriend. They're like, oh man, I never ever see them tits. You know, like people are living with regret and dis ease about their lives now, more so than they did in 2019. Yeah. And you, and it's you so can, obvious to everybody. You could start pulling people over. It's, it's kind of like the, the, the whole uh, war in Afghanistan and Iraq. How we're, we, yeah. you, you're, the, you have these people on the right that were very pro war, pro veterans, and they're just like, they're like, yeah, we got to go get these guys. And then, like, 
then you start telling like, no, well, this, 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 this is all false flag attack. There's no WMDs. All this stuff was a lot. But we're made feel like that. Yeah. And then eventually like a lot of them, like even, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck was like a guy that was really um, into like the war and everything. And he, he changed, he completely changed his mind on everything. And he was just like, well, maybe, yeah, we were wrong. And I admitted and blah, 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 blah. And I think that's important that, that people should like that, that they are like, we could teach them like, Oh, you know what? Uh, He's like, Oh, I didn't know about this. And they, they start to shift a little bit, a little, I'm not saying you have to believe everything that I say or anything that, that Gordo says, but it it's I think you anyone that likes putting these puzzles together and you just kind of like you have your you 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 start finding out what what the real truth is. What I'm saying to Sean is that you can come along to somebody mm-hmm. and give them factual details and give them information that is absolutely true, mm-hmm. but without the broader context of all the other interlocking conspiracies. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get them over the line to press the big red button on their lives and start to believe in this thing because they still believe in the life that they have. The mortgage and the 2.4 children and the dog and the picket fence and the 401k Mm -hmm. and that good suit that they're going to wear to their next night out with their best gal. Mm -hmm. You know, they've invested in their fucking life. They've got ride on lawnmowers and you know, two, at least on two cars so they're not late for work in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got a fucking Super King sleigh bed with Egyptian cotton sheets and their kids are in a nice school. And there's concessions made in life mm-hmm. for them to have that. They like the, and then they for like them the system. To, to cha- they're like, I'm fine for with them this. To ch- yeah, for them to change their mind and start to believe that these things that they've put their faith into it. It's like getting somebody out of the Mormon church or, you know, mm-hmm. going, getting somebody out of Scientology. They're too far like gone. It's a, a lot of It's them. a deprogramming and it's traumatic. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the relationship that they're in with this system is just as much, if not more, traumatic. It's just that it's so ingrained that they don't even know. Like, we look at people, uh, you know, there's a Louis Theroux. I don't know if you, if you know Louis Theroux mm-hmm. over there. Do you know him, the documentarian? No. He's uh, very famous over this side. He's a BBC documentarian and um, he does these like American trips where he goes into these like weird social, he's like a John Ronson type, you know. Mm. um, Yeah. So Louis Theroux went into like the Westboro Baptist Church family and started kind of showing us around uh, the interpersonal relationships between the the parents and the kids and showed that the kids were absolutely brainwashed because they were born and grew up in this very uh, closed in uh, clandestine system that has super extreme beliefs about like gays and people outside of their family and religion and they don't want to interact or mix with anybody else similar to like fundamentalist Mormons or whatever and um, you can't help but watch that and go Jesus those poor children but us as outsiders to that particular regime can instantly see the injustice. We can instantly see the brainwashing, the institutionalization, the the truncation of thought, right? 
where there's a mind that's grown up, you know, like those fucking watermelons that they grow in Japan in a square box because they stack easier. Oh. Like there's there those children's brains, man, have been grown in a particularly Jesus Christ shaped box. And and you can see it in their fucking heads, like the way they dress, the way they say frick. Mm-hmm. And and you know, they're like, Oh, we can't talk about that. And they're embarrassed talking about like willies and bums and ditties like oh like it's it, mm-hmm. they're not real kids as we know it so you can then imagine us looking at the civilian population knowing what we know that's like them looking at the kids in the Westboro Baptist Church going oh geez the poor creators they don't even know what's going on yeah. they don't even know what the outside world is like like that fucking M. Night Shyamalan, Shyamalan The Village yeah. did you watch that mm-hmm. movie and like they think they're fucking living 200 years ago and then the blind bitch goes outside the fence and finds out that it's just some guy that just wants to protect his family. So he tells him this grand lie. Mm-hmm. Like, do the people inside want to know? How traumatic would it be to find out that you're actually living 200 years in the past artificially? Do you know? Yeah. And if that's the truth about what's happening here, they're talking about shit in Antarctica. They're talking about aliens coming to reveal everything. Imagine if we were told it's actually the year 2400 and we were all put on ice and we were being artificially kept under a dome Mm -hmm. Uh, you know all this flat earth stuff like that to us seems like even as a conspiracy theorist seems a bit bonkers yes I'm glad you said that because me me and Adam like we we, we've been going back and forth with with uh, some we I mean we we've had flat earth we've done a flat earth episode we've had a a guy that was an expert on this and we're just like yeah sounds like bullshit but I, I, but I'm still friends with these people. It doesn't mean I, I hate. I just, it's just not enough for me. But how, 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 what would take, what would take it to go over to get over the line on this one? Say, as a, a person who knows a lot about conspiracies and how the world is fucked, can you imagine being absolutely green to everything and then being told from zero to a hundred, like, yo, we live under a dome and aliens are real? You're like, good god, like, I. How, you know what, I, how are people going to react to that? Obviously, it has to be slow dripped. It has to be mm-hmm. fed to them piece by piece, like watching Lost. And you're like, season one, you're like, whoa. And season two, you're like, bleh. And season three, you're like, the others? Like, yeah. <laughs> as it revealed itself to us, we were like, oh my God, it's so intriguing. I'm How, like, if you found out that we were living actually on a flat earth and there was realms outside of the ring of ice, and that's where the aliens are coming from, and we actually do live on a f- flat earth realm, not like a mm-hmm. fucking disc in space but like we're in a different realm outside of space and time and the stars are actually imprinted on the dome and mm. you know the entities that exist in the same space as us come from other lands and they visit us and they, they, they can't live in time like they're timeless fifth dimensional beings like I'd be okay if I found out that I'd be like yeah no yeah that sounds about right yeah, it, it, I'm like a I, I guess I'd be a soft flat earther I still I still kind <laughs> floppy Arthur. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think it could be like the whole thing with Antarctica is definitely strange. I'm more of a hollow Earth theory guy than a flat Earth guy. Talk like a fag, and you shit so retarded. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's yeah, the but, same thing, man. It's the same thing. Hollow Earth and flat Earth is the basically the same thing. Agartha is like inside the. Yeah, there, there's got to be something too where they found all the water down there. There's more water. In, in the in the center of the earth and all the oceans combined. Also, how do they know that? That's another thing. Because yeah. I, I it, it's weird because like I'm kind of on the fence with flat earth because like I was like, well, NASA does lie about everything. So like you're right about that. And and we've we've most likely we've never been to the moon. I don't think we've ever been there. 
and and like just there's there's some there's more things that disprove going to the moon than there is proof that that we did go to the moon. And then the whole thing with NASA lying about about Mars, how like they, they they used uh they 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 um like the color of like even like small things like they they, yeah, they're using, they put the filter they're using the, northern northern Canada and then putting a red filter on them. Yeah, the red filter like like you guys yeah. you guys don't have to lie like and then you you do that makes me well think, they do have to lie because they're not going to Mars is the thing you see. Yeah, that's true. So like it, that's, I am I I'm receptive to. To the theory, I'm, I'm, I'm someone that's going to be a little easier to talk into this, but as far as flat earth, I'm not quite there yet. I'm, I'm hollow earth all the way, and I think all aliens are terrestrial. They're not extraterrestrial. That's that's what we've we've kind of yeah. came to the conclusion with. They're interdimensional rather than interdimensional extraterrestrial. Too. Yeah, that, that's another thing. What I'm saying is like your audience is out there listening. Mm-hmm. Are they already conspiracy theorists looking to confirm themselves? Some are. Or are they, I, are they civilians who are like, going, I'm intrigued, I've heard about this thing, and they're like, oh my God, unequivocally, mm-hmm. I believe that. Because I have about, I don't know, in a week I could get 200 messages, mm-hmm. and maybe 50 of those are like, bro, I saw this thing, somebody sent me a YouTube video, and I went and looked it up, and your episode showed up, and I just listened to it, and you melt at my face, and now I can't see the world the same way. Shit, <laughs> what do I do? And I'm like, keep listening. There's like 200 more episodes, you know. Yeah, um, it's it really getting is. people on board is difficult, and getting them over the line to believe is even more difficult. Mm-hmm. But what what the most difficult is is allowing their current reality to melt away like sugar in tea, mm-hmm. and to know like, well, fuck, this is possible, and this is possible. It'll make you stop trying to be like a quote unquote real person in the real world. Like it's the matrix thing of the blue pill and the red pill. Like these things are are, are fundamentally opposed to the system's plan for you. So what I'm what basically what I'm asking is like, how do you communicate with the audience to get them over the line? Is it is it like you just tell them the facts and hope that they catch on to it? Because at the moment now I'm going like. I think the best way to appeal to people who are non-believers and get them on quicker mm-hmm. is to go like, if I told you this, how would you feel about it? Because that's that universal communication where they're like, I feel like I'm being fucked around. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I, we are all being fucked around. I th- and if you feel like, if you know how you feel and you can pinpoint that, mm-hmm. the next step is then going how am I being fucked around? And then using that as the impetus, they'll go and find out about fractional reserve banking and they'll find out about what the IRS does and how it does it, what how money is being moved. And then the next thing you're on to like a branch off of that and finding out about like Sam Bankman Freed and FTX or what the fuckers are doing with GME and all the short stocks and Citadel and all of these fucking hedge funds or you watch like the big short and find out oh my god mm-hmm. we got absolutely rimmed in 2008 like there's loads of little avenues off it but the starting thing is like we're being fucked with yeah I, I think the way that I, I reach out to people because we don't we don't try to go in there with an agenda. We will come out there like we're, we're going to be authentic. We're, we're going to be the same guys we always are. And, yeah. and the way we can reach people, we, we just cover this vast amount of topics. And I think everyone believes in at least one conspiracy theory. So if you have someone yeah. that's on kind of like the fence, they're going to go 
And, and they're like, oh, I want to I kind of check this out. Or they see a clip like, oh, I, I do kind of believe in that. Uh, and I want to know a little more about that. Even like the normies are like, well, I, I, I've always thought this and I want to know more. So they'll go in and they'll listen to it. And then they'll be like, oh, you know what? I like maybe they'll they'll like what we're what we're saying. And they're like, oh, I'm going to go and check out the other stuff. Let's see what else they're talking about. And that's how they kind of. It's kind of like giving them, like, you're slipping them that, that red pill, and, like, a, little by yeah. little, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm all in now. And, that, and that's happened. I have had a bunch of people that have, that have written to me on Instagram or wherever or, or, or been in the, the YouTube chats or whatever we're doing, and they were like, I didn't believe this now, and then you convinced me. And, or, or, or sometimes they'll be like, I think this is all bullshit, but you guys are entertaining, so whatever. So, that, I mean, you get <laughs> yeah. a little combination of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, man. I'm going through a lot of a lot of like internal dialogue about how it's all coming together. Like all of these things I've been saying, and mm-hmm. I said a lot of stuff in the past that is like history is the best teacher because it has all already happened in one way or another, and then it's just like a different flavor, but the same recipe of mm-hmm. all of these different things happening again and again. And I feel like time is speeding up, mm-hmm. and I feel like we've had now like. A Cold War, a Civil War. We've had like the the 60s revisited where everyone's out like protesting for like free rights. And we've had like our own like cover version of like Stonewall and a cover version of like feminist rights and <laughs> like that, protect the children. It's a cover of it. Yeah, that's a good, I like that. Yeah, like it's, 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 these, these remixes and this like, you know. It's like it's it's um, like the things that aren't being covered though that are, that are the most interesting. Like I know in Ireland you guys have, you guys had... All, all the whole thing with all the farmers over there, and that's happening in the in the Netherlands. Like it's like yeah, it's like yeah. farming. You you're you're trying to shut this down for climate change, but you end up going to just starve a bunch of people. And then the the you, yeah, you you don't fuck with Irish farmers, man. They will bring the place to a, a halt. Yeah, they all they they had some shit a little while ago, and they were like, well, I don't like that now. And you know what? I'm going to do something about it. <laughs> and they all took their tractors and they drove to the fucking government buildings and they all just parked outside and went, wah, 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 for like two days and the government went, okay then. Like, they fucked the place up and they will again. There's a, a hate speech bill in Ireland. I don't know if you know about this now. No, I don't know about this. I'll give you the synopsis. Because, you know. I'm the kind of fellow who might talk for a little bit, as if you hadn't guessed. <laughs> I'd like it. The hate speech bill in Ireland is being proposed. The cut and dry of it is that they're not going to allow you to put stuff on the internet, or they're not even going to allow you to have stuff on your phone or on your digital devices that is hateful or uh, intended to be shared with a hateful intent. Mm-hmm. Right? So basically it's like if you send a tweet and it's classed as hate speech and it's a very vague classification. Mm-hmm. It can be under sex or gender or sexuality, sexual identity, race, uh, religion, creed, colour, uh, you know, disability, all of these things. And and cisgendered, heterosexual, white men, I think, are prob- probably at the lowest uh, in importance. Right? Mm-hmm. But what they can do is, and apparently, I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but the people who are analysing this legislation are saying that the police can ask to see your digital devices and you can't refuse to show it to them, even your biometric data. Did this uh, get passed? Including your fingerprint 
or your face. It hasn't been passed yet. Holy no, it's on. It's up on the block, right? So you don't even have the autonomy over your biometric data. So you have to give up the password, either your fingerprint or your face. And they can look through your pictures, uh, your folders, and everything on your computer. And if you have content, let's call it there, that is hate content or hateful content or would contravene the hate speech uh, parameters, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They will judge that you had intended to share that for hateful means. Like, why else would you have it on your computer? And you can get fined tens of thousands of euros and even spend months, if not years, in jail because of bad means that you saved in your photo roll. This is, and that's just one crazy element of this hate speech bill. That's Canada. Canada's doing that too. And the UK already have something in place where if you're tweeting somebody, the fucking cops will come over to your house and arrest you. Like, what the fuck? Um, yeah, there's loads of people arrested for tweets and for Facebook posts and stuff like that. Like incitement to violence, incitement to race, hatred, and incitement to, to bigotry and xenophobia. You know. That's going to be harder crazy, to pass bro. here. But it, it, it's possible to get past here because, well, we have the First Amendment. Yeah, but, but at the same time, like, all it takes is for a few people to come together and shake a few things up and like there's you know amendments can be amended there's things that can be done Jesus Christ I mean this is all it takes is to take away that this is the whole reason for January 6th like this is why they they did stuff like like that and and there's there's more proof that that was a a false flag than than anything there is more federal agents there than than there were people they're lying in, well, that in, agents, in these uh, congressional hearings. Like, yeah. The FBI, they're like, can you tell me, can you tell me if there were FBI agents present at the crowd on the 6th of January? I can't comment on that, sir. You can't comment or you won't comment. I can't, I'm not allowed to comment on that, sir. That means that there was then. Yep. If not, then you'd be able to comment. I can't comment on that, sir. You're like, you might as well say, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, just, I, I, we, I just saw a documentary on on uh, on it was on Rumble. It was called yeah. uh, "Everything Wrong with the Capital Rights" in eight eight nine. I think that's what it's called. I, I might have written that down, but it's it. This guy w- was showing vid- video proof of uh, you know what kayfabing is. Yeah, yeah. So like it was just a bunch of it was a bunch of people fake fighting each other. They had like all these cameras just set up. Like they had an area where they were they were like setting up shots. And it's real interesting, and, and I don't I don't believe everything that's in this documentary, but it's definitely there's a lot of stuff in there. You're like, wait, that's kind of interesting, and like he he went as far to say that Ashley Babbitt uh, did not die. So I was like, uh, I don't know if I go that yeah, far. But apparently she didn't she didn't die. There's a video of, or there's a picture of her at some at some event, and it was like really, yeah. Apparently, yeah. I don't I don't. I don't know what to say about it because I, I, I didn't look too deeply into it. But now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, I saw something about that. I also saw a picture that was released from the, the Capitol building and it was like an agent and he was holding a gun like, and the picture was somebody put, sticking their phone through the thing and they took a picture and it looks like the the Ooh. Secret Service guy was pointing the gun right down the lane. It looks like a fucking album cover, like a public enemy album cover or something, like very, mm-hmm. you know. He stuck his hand with his phone through it, and then the next thing to come through was actually Babbitt's head, and then the next thing, pow, pow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Like, 
these things are only known to the people there. It's the same as JFK or RFK or mm-hmm. MLK or any of the boys. Yeah. Like, you don't really know and you probably never will know. But I do know that the lads are arrested for fuck all and now they're all released and they're kind of hoping that people will forget. But the internet never forgets. Ooh, man. And that's the difference between the shit they've been doing for the last 50 years mm. and then the shit they've been doing for the last 10 years is that the fucking internet never forgets, bro. Yeah, I mean, they try to they try to memory hole, hole it all. So, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's important for, for people like us or people that listen to the show just to keep talking about this stuff and to, I mean, just keep investigating. And, and I know I don't I don't want to keep you all night. I know it's 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 kind of late over there. Oh, I'm good to go, man. You want to talk about nothing else? I I kind of just wanted to, I mean, like I've been working on some stuff for myself, Sean. You know, and uh, I know Adam's been very quiet there. He's uh, he's he's got he's eight fingers over eight buttons ready to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> some spe- something special. He's he's, he's listening hey, in. He was just like he's over there. Stop fucking stop talking so much, okay? <laughs> um, well, John, uh, Sean was like, you know. I have all these questions I want to ask, and I was like, "Okay, so, so we're gonna we're gonna go the Bal- Barbara Walters route." Okay, <laughs> you just have your interview, oh, and she's I'll, a cunt. <laughs> oh, Barbara Walters is a cunt, Fuck and her. I love the way you say cunt. Oh, she's a, she's wonderful. Why, why don't you? Why don't you like Barbara <laughs> Walters, Sean? I mean, she's she's basically buddy buddy with all the Clintons. So yeah, fuck her. I was hoping, but not for even that man. She's so ignorant. Like her cunt stain. She's so ignorant. To her fucking subjects, to her interview subjects. Yeah, like she interviewed Britney Spears, and she's that fucking. Cunt. Oh yeah, when she was, anyway, when, didn't she? She basically like <laughs> slut shamed her. <laughs> yeah, uh, off to everybody, man. Yeah, come here. I don't. I don't want to. If you want to go, let's go. Uh, but uh, I'm good. If you want to ask me questions, oh, and I'll answer them succinctly. Be, be, like I've been having some some thoughts about what I'm doing here, what we're all doing here. Oh, I'm this you is. Know, <laughs> I can, What's conspiracy? Dude, what, what, like, is, what the fuck are we at? I wish you were here right now, man. We'd be hanging out. We, we'd be here for hours, like it, for shizzle. Yeah, it, it's and what, one of the things I want to talk to talk to you about because I know you you're working on this right now. I don't I, I don't know if you're, you're putting out anytime soon, but the I I just watched uh, Oppenheimer. Oh yeah, and uh, I know you're working on a Manhattan Project uh, episode. Did did you watch Oppenheimer yet? I haven't watched it yet. I recorded the episode. Okay. About okay. a month and a half ago. I was going to ask you how. Like way before the movie came out. But we talked about like Trinity site. We talked about, um, I nearly said old El Paso, but that's like a fucking. It's a taco. <laughs> that's the thing you make. That's the thing you make tacos with. It is close Plus to El Paso, thing, uh, the, the, where they blew up the bomb. That was over there in Los Alamos, which is like. Los Alamos, that's it. Mm-hmm. And how they were all just fucking a whole bunch of nerds like, uh, uh, the big bang theory but it was the big blow bang theory and everybody was fucking <laughs> sucking and fucking and roping axages and doing like calculations about the speed of ejaculate and all that stuff um and about like the demon core and like crazy stories around hunting but the main man was was uh uh mr oppenheimer himself who was robert not a great physicist and but he was a great people person and he was kind of like the Nerd Whisperer, mm-hmm. and we talked about, like, Niels Bohr, and we talked about Einstein's uh, uh, c- contributions, and we talked about uh, General Graves, General Groves, mm-hmm. uh, Groves, isn't it? And played by Matt Damon in the movie. Like, yeah. and their relationship was so special. I read about 10 or 11 books about that shit, and uh, oh, there's Jesus. one called the... the G- yeah, well, that's the par for the course these days, man. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I read one book called The Genius and the General about their special relationship and how they were able to communicate in the shorthand and Groves was initially like, kind of like, these fucking nerds! And uh, Oppenheimer was very much like, come on, then we have to go softly, softly. Like, these guys are scientists. They're not soldiers. And mm-hmm. So I'd love to see the movie and how that all panned out. I, I'm, I'm sure Christopher Nolan was... Uh, faithful to the material and to yeah, the truth. You're, you're, yeah, you're right on the head. Like, that's that's a lot. Like, they, they cover all, all that when they eventually all start working on the Manhattan Project. Like, Matt Damon guy. What would you just say? What was his name? Uh, General Groves. Yeah. And he it was basically like that, and they had to, like, kind of, like, talk him down. My only issue with the movie is they didn't show the bombs blow up in Japan. Like that 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 yeah. was a that was an issue for me. I was like, "Come on!" Like it's it's mostly well, it's it's a lot of talking. So um, there's just it's three hours and forty minutes of talking. I heard. Yeah, it's a, that it's, it's a like lot. all conversation. Yeah, it is what it is, man. But I want I want to see some gore. Like I want to see some fucking <laughs> Japanese people get blown up. Some like, fucking heads being chopped off. Yeah, it was a, I tell a you mother why, holding I tell her you baby, why, and then just I tell you why Christopher Nolan didn't put didn't put Japan's bombs blowing up on it. Because they didn't blow up bombs in Japan. This is what I was going to ask. That was that was exactly my my next question. Are nukes real? I mean, Eddie Bravo would have you believe no, they are not. But I'm not Eddie, Eddie Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> I would say that there are some... I don't want to blow my load for the finale of my own seven-hour, 40-minute episode. Holy on the shit. Project. <laughs> yes, sir. Twice the length of the movie. Fuck you, Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> but... There are certain, what would you say, um, statistical and uh, logistical anomalies mm-hmm. around the day and the night of the first bombing at Hiroshima mm-hmm. or Hiroshima. Depending on, how would you say it? Hiroshima? Uh, Hiroshima. I might be wrong. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Hiroshima, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I don't know how the Japanese say it. Yeah. They probably say like oh, "run" yeah. <laughs> or whatever "run" is in Jap- Japanese. So Hiroshima um, was the first one, and apparently the nuclear bomb was not a, a nuclear bomb at all. That it was uh, napalm laid down the night before, and it was set off by a regular incendiary. And oh, you know, I have I have a document. Uh, Ooh. Hard won, hard fought. And hard found online. That's basically a, a military report of the aftermath on the day and in the following days and weeks that describes basically incendiary materials rather than nuclear uh, radiation and fallout. Whoa. Yeah. This is interesting. And I detail all the stuff that the report says and... Um, the 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 different types of burns and the different types of it's more about what didn't happen than what did happen. So if you were to take like a nuclear bomb and the damage that it should do, you have stories like the shadows of Hiroshima. And there's an old man that sat on the steps of a bank, Whoa. and as the bomb, a, an unbelievingly blinding white light, exploded in the sky, his body was dashed into atoms against the white bleached cement wall of the bank and his shadow was left behind. And you're like, what? <laughs> now, there is a shadow there and they even like dismantled that part of the wall and took it away and they have it in the 
the nuclear bomb museum, Hiroshima nuclear bomb museum or whatever they took because people were kind of wearing it away. But uh, yeah, I, I don't think, I, you know, without blowing my load, I don't think nuclear bombs were dropped there. I think it was a thing that they needed to say, just like they needed to say, we got to the moon first. They needed to say to Russia and to, to Germany and to everybody else, like we got nuclear bombs and you don't, so don't fuck with us. Yeah, they they, they used uh, an early version of Operation Gladio to, to set up all these uh, napalm bombs in Japan. I love that. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely listening yeah. to that episode. Oh, it's a whopper, man. Really good. And uh, I'd love to see the Oppenheimer movie. I would also love to see the Barbie movie. I hear it's a, an existential <laughs> romp through uh, this perceived patriarchy that we're living under. No, no, thanks. My, I, my, I have a so my. Give it a shot, man. My two-year-old daughter, she, like she started watching Barbie on there, and then my, my four-year-old was watching it with her, and then, uh, like, she walked out of the room, and I changed the channel, and then he was like, "I want to watch Barbie Princess." I was like, "What? No!" He just turned the TV off, and punched <laughs> a hole in the wall. Maybe <laughs> you want to be careful, he'll end up getting his freaking. <laughs> Getting chemically castrated <laughs> yeah, in school. Well, if he well, says that, well, the best he thing says he says that shit in kindergarten. They'll have them on tablets, man. Yeah. Well, he's—I don't know. He's—he's he's more like Bobby Hill. So he's like he. There, there's there, there's some. Uh, there, I always say there. Um, <laughs> there's something wrong with that boy. Like that boy ain't right. But like, I'm helping my my brother-in-law move out of the house, and then my my son runs up to him. He's like, he's like, hey, do you have an Allen wrench? I was like, all right, he's okay. <laughs> It's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that boy, that won't let you until you're alone there. You don't know someone's gonna squeeze and play that grab ass. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, where, where can everyone find you? Uh, d- d- do all your plugs, all the fun stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, Doseconspiracyguys.com. I just, after rejiggling the website around so it looks a bit more uh, palatable, mm-hmm. uh, a bit more navigatable, and uh, it has pretty much everything on it. Um, on all the social medias that will still have me. And it's mostly at those conspiracy guys. Um, on X, I'm at T conspiracy guys because they, they don't have enough letters for the whole thing. But mm-hmm. maybe Elon will change that and we can fix it up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like I'm on, I'm on everywhere, but I'm just not as prolific as I used to be a few years ago because it just ended up being a bit shit because all I was saying was COVID is not real and come on yeah and everyone was like oh fuck's sake and they'd have to you know getting switched off and getting little blue marks under everything so I, I just stopped posting because like I said I'll just wait until everybody finds out and then we can talk about it uh, <laughs> but you know you kind of know this and then you have to wait for everyone else to catch up and uh, mm-hmm. in the meantime other people were shouting about it and getting switched off so I said I didn't want that to happen yeah. But yeah, Twitter, Instagram, uh, I suppose Facebook, but I only put up something now and again. Yeah. Uh, and I'm on all the ones like Rumble, Rockfin, um, Odyssey, BitChute, a bunch of documentaries on the BitChute channel, just like old YouTube, bit of crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the website, and we have a Patreon as well where you get behind the scenes stuff and ad free episodes and all that crack. So it's all, you know, there's loads there for everyone. I think we did a, we did a time count. And the amount of hours that are up there, or the amount of minutes that are up there, is the same as every single episode of The Simpsons and every single episode of South Park combined Holy in time. Shit. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of hours of stuff there. So if you want long-form, good chat, three-way conversations, uh, sometimes two-way true crime, and uh, 
few interviews with experts like David Icke and John McAfee and stuff like that. We got a few interviews. Nice. Load of swapcasts like this as well, where mm-hmm. I do a tete-a-tete with fellow conspiracists and chat about the flavors of the day. Yep. Um, By the way, your Agenda 21 episode was fucking awesome because it was right before the pandemic. And I was like, dude, you fucking called it. Because I remember you, you, you it came out during the pandemic. And because I, I went back and listened to it, my wife is, is, is big into your show right now. And she was like, dude, she's like, well, she didn't call me dude. She was like, she was like, check out the Agenda 21 episode they did. It's like they, they, they called everything that's happening right now or, or during the pandemic. I was like, whoa. And I went back and I was like, whoa, <laughs> fucking right on the money. That was awesome. It's almost as if it's like a plan or something that yeah. you could kind of see the patterns of it being made and then go, hey, what's happening next? Yeah. I would just say to anyone that's listening to the show, if you've been listening for the last year, what have I been saying about what's happening for the next year? Mm-hmm. We're looking at alien disclosure, ec- economic crash, currency insolvency, mm-hmm. the rise of China, and... Uh, Possibly an escalation in the war that's going to be uh, diffused by mm-hmm. a unified enemy, like Little Green Man or something like that. That's that's probably what's coming. Yeah. And I have episodes coming up now on Charlie Manson and mm-hmm. cult mentality. Um, Love the cult ones. Sa- Salem witch trials. It was a witch trial. It's a witch hunt. <laughs> They're trying to get me. But with every indictment, we're getting stronger for 2024. Okay. <laughs> It is going it's to getting, be a uh, fun, fun <laughs> year. Uh, this election I'm season is going to be insane. And we've got a, we've got Manhattan Project recorded. Uh, we did one on Chernobyl as well. There's a, a, a triplicate in nuclear war just to prep people <laughs> to get ready. And uh, there we've ones coming up then on uh, Lucifer, the Fallen Angel. Oh, okay. Uh, we've ones on um, the Chinese Cultural Revolution and the rise of... Mao is China mm-hmm. and I tell you what that happened in the 50s man and it's very very similar to what's happening in America right now I can't wait to draw those comparisons yeah loads of study being done um, yeah there's loads of great episodes we're in season 9 now uh, mm-hmm. from the next episode and yeah it's going to be uh, 2023 is going to be very interesting yeah very interesting yeah Adam you, you got it oh, you, you want to do a quick plug before we get out of here <coughs> yeah, he's good. oh he's good uh, yeah, so just follow like, us. At- I'm here long enough. <laughs> Fuck the shit. Uh, you can find us uh, at on Instagram at con underscore uh, con underscore man underscore podcast Twitter comment pack podcast one. I mean, it's all in the show notes. So just go and check us out over there. Check out those conspiracy guys. Great, probably probably top top uh, conspiracy theory podcast right now. Just based on the content, I I, I, I really enjoyed. I'm glad. I'm glad I finally started digging into your show because they're they're long, but like you could just you just listen to them in like three parts, or if like you're going on a, on a long road trip, that's that's how I got into it. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm in now. So go check those guys out. But yeah, we'll we'll check you guys out next time. Thanks very much. All right. So yeah.